0: back in a little bit.
1: My name is Manya Jones, and it is indeed an honor to serve as your worship leader for our Women's Day program. Our theme Christian Women Stop Running and Prioritize Your Mental and Spiritual Health. I don't know about you all but I could use and I could stand to set some boundaries, do a little bit more self-care and meditate on the word of God. Without further ado, Sister Tressy Neal will begin with a call to worship and opening prayer followed by a song from our Dynamic Women's Choir. Praise
2: the Lord everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. If you don't mind, stand to your feet and give God a hand clap of praise this morning. Give God a hand clap of praise as we go before the throne of mercy this morning. Hallelujah. Father God, we come in the name of Jesus, giving thanks unto you, Lord God, for all that you've done in our lives, for being God of our lives, for being the Father and creator of all things, Lord God. Father, we thank you for Jesus, and we thank you, Lord God, for the finished work on Calvary. Lord God, we thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to dwell into these, the lives of your people, into these broken vessels. We thank you, oh God, for this place, Father. We thank you for the leadership of this place, Father. We're asking in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that you will anoint their hearts, Lord God, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God, for today's program set aside father to honor your daughters this morning so i come and i lift up every woman in this place oh god I declare father by in the name of Jesus Lord God that these women who the world system has marginalized Lord God that their spirits and their souls are uplifted in you oh God father I come in the name of Jesus decreeing and declaring oh God that Jesus has set us free and we are free indeed oh God I come to speak to that marginalized woman this morning Lord God I declare that you are not marginalized I declare to the man that you are not marginalized Jesus has set us free I thank you oh God that you have made us the righteousness of God I thank you oh God through Christ Jesus I thank you father that you have made us complete and perfect in him I thank you oh God that we are fearfully and wonderfully made so this morning God have your way in this place father you take charge oh God you renew our minds and our spirits oh God father I thank you that this morning God we declare healing among your women oh God heal us in our spirits father I thank you God heal us in our bodies oh God I thank you God heal us in our mental state father for you declared in your word that he that keeps his mind stay on you father you will keep us in perfect peace so this peace Lord God I speak over this place in the name of Jesus I bow God and give your glory and honor And I pray that all things are done, Father, for you are the God who do all things well. So all things are done well in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: praise
3: good morning our scripture for this morning comes from proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 through 6 and 2nd Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 trust in the Lord with all thine heart and learn not unto thine own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. And the church said Amen. Amen. Good, morning.
4: Good morning. May we bow our heads for prayer. God of mercy and God of comfort, we come this morning, with, first of all, with thanksgiving in our hearts. Thanking you, dear Lord, for bringing each of us safely to this place. Eternal God, we thank you for being the bread of life and living water, the light of the world, the good shepherd, the way, the truth, and the life. You are our king, our protector, and our refuge. You saved us from condemnation and eternal death, and we praise your holy name. As we gather here today for this Women's Day program, Lord, we ask if you will to let your Holy Spirit move freely among us and dwell in our hearts. Everlasting Father, if you will, bless the pastor preacher of this church and his family. Continue to feed him your word so he will be able to feed your sheep. Protect him and give him favor as he travels over this state and country, doing your mission work and spreading the good news. Bless the Cade Chapel family. Bless all your people who are here today and their families. Special blessing for our guest speaker. Master, for those who are sick and shut in, we ask for healing and blessings. Sovereign Lord, the ruler and creator of this heaven and earth, we're in trouble down here on your earth and we need you. Lord, we have diseases with our names on them. And we're struggling with evilness that's all around us, Lord. We ask if you will, Lord, to help us. Heavenly Father, this is your universe and they that dwell therein. And Abba, you promised in your word that when we pass through the waters, you'll be with us. The river shall not overflow us. When we walk through the fire, we shall not be burned, neither shall the flame scorch us. So God Almighty, we ask, if you will, to keep us, strengthen us, protect us, shine all around us by day and by night. We ask all these blessings in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And God's people say it, amen, amen.
1: Sister Erica
3: Battle. Good morning. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus. We have humbly gathered here on this occasion of women in the church as we fellowship together. Today is an important day for each of us to hear from the Lord. I want to give our loving God honor and glory for giving us this chance to meet as women who have a common goal and that is connecting ourselves to God. Let me thank each and every one of you who found time to be here. We have left other things to come and listen to the Lord. This year's theme focuses on Christian women stop running and prioritize our mental and spiritual health. This will allow us to live out our divine purpose each and every day of our lives. In closing I can echo the words of words of Paul in Hebrews 10 25 not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is but exhorting one another and so much the more as ye see the day approaching I thank God for the opportunity to greet you and God bless you all are welcome
1: We will now have the recognition of visitors if you're visiting here today for the very first time or if you've been here quite a while would you please stand thank you now i would like for the family and friends of dr kimberly Wade to stand That's my family, to y'all. <laughs> Thank you for coming to worship with us today, and we pray that you will return soon. We will now have the spoken word by Sister Dolores Curry, followed by our tithes and offering and performance by the Youth for Christ.
5: And, time. and we have three ways that you can do it. You can do it by k Chapel app. You can also do it by it in 1000 West Rebrace Street. And then you all can drop it off at the church. Men's, we know today is Women's Day. And they asked us for $25. So since you all love us so much, we know that you all are gonna give us $25 also. And for the ones that's watching us online, you also can give to the women's to let us know how much y'all love us. And God bless. Have a blessed week.
6: And the dead in Christ shall rise To go back with the Savior
1: with the prayer of consecration, followed by the right hand of fellowship.
7: May we pray, our Father who art in heaven. Father, we come this morning as as we know how before your throne of mercy. We come thanking you for this beautiful day, Father. We thank you for the the chance to live and to love and to enjoy the beauty of your creation. We wanna pause right here now, Father, to ask you to forgive us of our sins so we may be able to come before your throne of mercy boldly, declaring what we need from you. We ask you to continue to bless our pastor. Father God, bless the young lady that's going to speak for us today. And we ask you to bless this offering that has been taken. Bless the ones that gave. Bless the ones that had a desire to give but just didn't have. It. Father God, we ask that you continue to bless each and every member, friend of Cade's Chapel blessings in your son Jesus' name, and
8: we do pray. Amen. 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 Let the church say amen. amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. 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 I know you've been hearing women's voices all morning. <laughs> and you hear this voice. Wonder what's going on. Amen. We, we're gonna pause for station identification for just a moment. Amen. Amen. God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. We bless the Lord, for this is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing and exceedingly glad in the midst of everything that is happening in our world in our state and in our city we thank god that every now and then we can rejoice that there's some good things going on amen don't 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 fall into the trap of believing that everything happens is bad amen there's some good things happening in our city and in our world amen and we're going to celebrate this morning a couple of good things uh, that are happening that the lord is doing right here amongst us amen Uh, There is, there is, in just about a little over a month, there is a new play uh, coming to town. It's called Justice on Trial Reloaded. Um, And I ran into one of the executive producers on yesterday. He's been in town for a few weeks promoting the play. It's going to be at Jackson State University. But I invited him to come and share with us just for two minutes, just for two minutes, uh, what we can expect from this great play it's produced by us it is for us and I just think we ought to support us amen amen, amen. amen. Chad Lawson Cooper is as the service executive producer Chad won't you come for just a moment and give him a great big Mississippi and K Chapel welcome amen. amen
0: praise the Lord everybody and giving honor to God, who's ahead of my life, and to the great Pastor Buckley, thank you for your hospitality and your kindness. I bring you greetings from the Chad Cooper Company on Broadway out of New York City, where we're the only black-owned theater and film company sitting in Manhattan overlooking what? the what? Statue of Liberty.
8: What? What?
0: <laughs> the only black film and theater company sitting in Manhattan overlooking the Statue of Liberty. Amen. And we produced several movies and films and toured in over 177 cities over the course of two decades, but our heart is social justice. And we're bringing a production Uh, entitled Justice on Trial that deals with two civil rights attorneys suing the U.S. Justice Department for reparations and ongoing damages to African Americans. Therefore, we bring back time traveler witnesses such as Harriet Tugman, Medgar Evers, Emmett Till, and Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois into a modern-day courtroom to tell their stories to a modern-day multicultural jury, blacks, whites, and Hispanics. They deliberate their stories all the way up until the current issues that we're dealing with, even the water crisis here in Jackson. It's a conversation that we have to continue to have in, among the African-American diaspora. We're teaching our people that we were not slaves brought over here, but we were kings and queens brought over here, made to be slaves. Touch somebody and say, act like you know. It's going to be at Jackson State on May the 13th. It's produced by yours truly. Chad Lawson Cooper from Hanging with Mr. Cooper, the reality TV show as well as several movies as well as my co-producer Harry Lennox, you know him from The Five Heartbeats or Superman and The Matrix or The Blacklist. We have an amazing cast and a character that's playing W.E.B. Du Bois is playing, is his blood grandson. That's how deep it is. So we'll be honoring community leaders while we're here in this production and uh, the mayor and different uh, community activists. But we'll also be honoring Pastor Buckley on that day as one of, our, oh, one of our honorees that's making an imprint and an impact in the community. So I have two VIP tickets for you, Pastor what? Buckley and your beautiful wife. And that, and that lady that sang that song, I got one for you too. Now, somebody holler, discount prices, discount tickets. <laughs> we only have 25 VIP tickets left, and that section is sold out, and then we have general seating sections. Um, and the regular ticket price for VIP is 150, general seating is 100. But look at your neighbor and say, but that ain't my price. That
8: ain't my price. When
0: we partner with the ministry, we discount those tickets tremendously. The VIP tickets are reduced, and that comes with food and a reception meeting, greet the cast, to $87. General seating tickets reduced instead of 167, but somebody say, but. But. If you are a senior citizen. What? 55 and older. Bring the
8: favor here, bring the favor.
0: You can take an additional $10 off. (laughs) And get your VIP ticket for seventy-seven, general seating ticket for fifty-seven. Now, how can you get your tickets, Pastor? Should they see me in the lobby, or you got a fellowship hall? We can, we can do it. Let's see. Let, let's let's do you out front. Out front. I, I think I think it'll get more traffic.
8: Put traffic going out front. Awesome. So out let's front. Do it like that. Thank uh, you. Us, if you could help us set up a, a yeah. table for it, uh, so he can do that for us. Thank you so much. Debit,
0: credit card, cash, or check. In my last thirty seconds. How many of you remember the movie *The Preacher's Wife*? Well, years ago, I was the lead singer of a group called Soul Tempo, and we were in that movie. And we sang the Lord's Prayer, and uh, had the opportunity to be on set with Whitney Houston and many others. And it's been a, it's decades ago, but I want to just do 30 seconds of a little something that says, "I need Thee." I see, I see,
8: I
6: see. Every
8: hour. executive producer, clearly he knows how to promote as well.
9: <laughs>
8: amen. Amen. God bless you. We thank you for that. There's a uh, the uh, graphic on the screen. Again, Justice on Trial Reloaded. We ask that you support uh, this brother, one of our own. Amen. Support our own. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing. Well, come on, let's give him another hand. I said the Lord is doing great things among us, amen? He's doing great things among us, and we need to celebrate what the Lord is doing. Also here in K-Chapel, the Lord is growing us, amen? And we're excited to be able to extend the right hand of fellowship to our newest members, amen? I'm gonna ask the new member of orientation, they will bring our newest members to us, amen? God bless you, and we're gonna fellowship them in with the right hand of fellowship on this morning. Look at how God is blessing, look at how God is blessing, amen? Come on, K-Chapel. Hallelujah! All new members, come on, come on, come on! All these new members, look at them—they still coming, they still coming. Amen. Slide them down just a little bit, just a little bit. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God for these new members. We're going to ask those uh, past ministers if you will join us. Amen. Deacons, mothers, if you will join us. Amen. And at the end of the line, I need somebody with some hand sanitizer. Amen. At the end of the line, amen. Give me a hand sanitizer, person. Amen. God bless you.
10: Time, there are those that are in need of your prayers. We ask that you keep our bereaved families in your prayers. That's the Gross family, Duvall, Griffin, and Stubblefield family. Sister Linda Stewart lost one of her first cousins, Mr. Emerson Gross. The funeral for Mr. Gross will be held on Wednesday, March 22nd at Jackson Memorial Funeral Home at 11 o'clock. Sister Agatha Duvall also lost a cousin, Miss Regina Griffin Stubblefield, a former member of Kate Chapel. The service for Miss Stubblefield will is scheduled for Friday, March twenty-fourth, here at K. Chapel at eleven o'clock. We have still in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Sister Marilyn Woods, Brother Walter Cheatham, Sister Christy Wright Jones, Sister Gloria Greer, Sisters Jackie Simmons. Deaconess Minnie Ellis, and Brother Benny Larry. We have recovering at home Brother Charles Foster, Sister Cynthia Buchanan, Sister Deborah Letbetter, Sister Olivia Sims Jones, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, Brother Kelvin Roselle, Brother John Sanders, Brother Aaron Thompsons Jr., Sister Marilyn Langford, Brother Charles Hodge, Sister Demetria Davenport, Sister Anita Shaw, Brother Levi McBride, Brother Al Levy, Sister Sharon Turner Davis, Sister Shirley Swims, Brother Al Buchanan, and Brother Sammy Henderson. Also requesting prayers, Sister Dorothy Jones and Mrs. Richard Banks. And as I've said before, sometimes you may see these people here in service, but I keep them on this list because of their lengthy treatments that they're having. So as you travel during the week, remember to pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: If you having a good time, like I'm having a good time, and if you hot like I'm hot and it ain't because of the lights, it's the program is just on fire. (laughs) We will now have a moment of remembrance by Sister Shirley Owens and Sister Sherita Hollins.
6: And we say thanks for the things you have done for us. Things so undeserved but yet you gave to prove your love for us. The voices of a million ages. All that we are in every little thing we hope to be, we owe it all, 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 all to thee.
11: So God be the glory. Hebrews 12, 1 through 3, NIV records. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. We pause at this moment to light a candle in remembrance of those women who have gone before us. They are the ones who brought a light into the world so great that even after they're gone, the light still remains. This also becomes the occasion for us to focus on the gospel of God's conquest of death in Jesus Christ and what that means to our current living. The Lord has been our dwelling place throughout all generations, from everlasting to everlasting, and he is still our God. We thank God for those women whose shoulders we stand on today. They were strong, godly women who made a difference in our lives, women who helped to strengthen our faith, women who were examples for us to follow, a great cloud of witnesses. Because of their examples, we have the encouragement we need to fix our eyes on Jesus and run the race we've been given without growing weary, or without giving up. We will treasure the gift of having shared our lives with such great women, and we will always treasure their legacies of love that still remain. To God
6: be the glory.
1: is looking for any more cast members. You just had your auditions today. Now we will have the trio. Sister Frances Moody, Sister Kaylin Wade, and Sister London Wade will now introduce someone very special and our very own Women's Day speaker.
12: Good morning, Kay Chapel family. Our speaker today is a Baton Rouge, Louisiana native who made Jackson, Mississippi her home at the age of seven when her family moved back to the Magnolia State. She is the eldest sister of Deandra and Alexandria. Her Christian journey began prior to moving to Jackson when she was baptized at the age of six by Reverend Isaiah Webster at Greater New Guide Missionary Baptist Church in Baton Rouge. Shortly after moving to Jackson, she and her family joined K Chapel where she was an active member of the Sunday School, Youth Department, Youth Choir, and Girl Scouts. Our speaker matriculated through the Jackson Public Schools and graduated from William B. Murrah High School in 2001. She had the desire to be a dentist at a very young age, actually two, and made the decision to attend Xavier University of Louisiana to prepare for a career in dentistry. She is incredibly proud to let anyone know that Xavier has the distinction of being the only Roman Catholic HBCU in the United States and is number one in placing black students in health profession schools. While attending Xavier, she was an active member of multiple organizations, including the Epsilon Ta Chapter of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, the Pre-Dental Club, mobilization at Xavier Volunteer Organization, and Student Government Association, where she served as Clerk of Congress and Student Government Vice President. After graduating cum laude from Xavier, our speaker returned to Jackson to begin her pre-doctoral education at the University of Mississippi Medical Center School of Dentistry, where she earned her DMD in 2010. After graduation, she was hired as a staff dentist at Jackson Hines Comprehensive Health Center, where she worked primarily as the sole dentist at their Capaya Clinic in Hazelhurst, Mississippi. Toward the end of her tenure at Jackson Hines, she realized that there was a different calling on her life in regard to her career. So she accepted a position as an assistant professor at her alma mater, UMMC School of Dentistry in 2021. As an assistant professor, her duties include teaching preclinical courses, as well as monitoring dental students while they are in clinic. She also sees private patients in the faculty practice located at the school. Most recently, our speaker has been named the chair of the school's newest department, Integrated Patient Care. In conjunction with the dean of the dental school, she helped to envision and develop the new clinical model for the third and fourth year dental students that prepares them for life after dental school. Our speaker is someone I've known her entire life, well, because I gave birth to her. She is our firstborn and the one who came into our lives when we knew absolutely nothing about being parents or raising a child, but she made it so easy. She was an easygoing, pretty much obedient child who was caring, considerate, inquisitive, never met a stranger, and rarely encountered a spanking. According to her sisters, as a big sister, she was very bossy and they had to remind her on many occasions throughout the years that she was not their mother. Our speaker has, however, developed into a dynamic young lady that my husband and I are extremely proud of, and we're proud to acknowledge her as our daughter. She is the proud wife of State Trooper William Wade, and they have been married for 13 years. They are the proud parents of two beautiful girls, Kaelin, who is 11, and London, who is eight. When our speaker is not busy saving the world one tooth at a time, she's being a chauffeur to her girls, a Daisy Girl Scout troop leader, a member of Junior League of Jackson, and a regular volunteer at McLean Fletcher Grease Center for children. She enjoys crafting and reading in her rare spare time.
13: Good morning. My name is Kaylin Way and I'm the oldest daughter of our speaker. My mommy is my mentor. She is living proof that hard work pays off. She works every day, drops us off, and picks us up from school, takes us to our after school activities, and so much more. Even with such a busy schedule, she still makes time to spend with my daddy and us. She is what I consider a phenomenal woman. I remember the first time I had a tooth pulled. It was really loose and we were at my Gigi's house. I was being a little bit dramatic with the hollering and crying because I was scared and didn't want my mommy to pull my tooth. So I called my Gigi to come in the room to help me. Keep in, mind, my mom, keep in mind that my mommy is a dentist, but I guess at that age, that meant nothing to me because I only saw her as my mommy. What, I, what I'm trying to say is that she may be referred to as a dentist professionally, but to me, she's my mommy and I will always love her. Good morning. My name is London Way, and I'm the youngest daughter of our speaker. I believe she is the best mommy in the whole wide world. She has made plenty of sacrifices for us so that we are able to have an awesome childhood. She does so much for our family, and to top it off, she's a great cook as well. Her mac and cheese and lasagnas are my favorite. I know there are days that she's tired and will prefer to take a nap, but she always makes us her priority, and for that, I will always be grateful. I love spending time with her because she's a mother like no other.
12: Ladies and gentlemen, we present to some and introduce to others,
13: my mommy. No, uh my mommy. No, my mommy. Okay, girls,
12: wait just a minute, not in front of company, not in front of company. Let's try this again.
13: Ladies and gentlemen, we present to some and introduce to others our mommy
12: and my daughter,
13: Dr. Kimberly Way.
1: Our sister in Christ, some love and encouragement.
9: Thank you. Can you all hear me? Okay.
14: I want to first thank the ladies of the choir today. That's a tough act to follow. They did a magnificent job this morning. Thank you, ladies. So of course, first and foremost, I have to give honor and glory to God, who is indeed the head of my life. Many thanks to my mama and to my girls for that phenomenal introduction. To Reverend Buckley and the members of the pulpit, it is a privilege to stand here this morning. To the Women's Day Planning Committee, thank you so very much for thinking of little old me to have as this year's speaker. I am absolutely honored to stand before all of you today as I deliver the Women's Day message. Let us begin with a word of prayer. Would you please stand with me? Most gracious and heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you to be in the presence of all of these beautiful and phenomenal women. Lord, I just ask that you, you guide my words, you guide my mind, you guide my spirit as I am here to deliver this message to our congregation. Father God, just let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Before you sit down. Well, as we know, our topic for today or for our theme for Women's Day is Christian woman, stop running and prioritize your mental and spiritual health. I wanted to read our two scriptures again. Um, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6, which actually happens to be my grandmother's favorite scripture, so this is very important to me, and 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not into your own, under- own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Now you may be seated. Thank you. So, when I first learned of the theme for Women's Day this year, I felt like someone was talking directly to me. Living through a worldwide pandemic that started way back in 2020, which seems like it was about 50 years ago at this point, and feeling like there was no end in sight, I became very aware that taking care of my mental and spiritual health needed to be a top priority for me. As a wife, a mom, a professor, a Girl Scout troop leader, And the list goes on. I was guilty for a long time of putting the needs of others before mine to the point where I was physically, mentally, and spiritually drained. But I couldn't be mad at anyone but myself because I was the one who made the decision to put myself last all the time. The pandemic was not kind to me. The weekend that COVID actually hit Mississippi, I buried one of my closest friends who died very unexpectedly. COVID changed everything for everybody. Our lives changed drastically in the blink of an eye, without any warning. All sense of normalcy went out of the door, and we were thrust into a new reality and included uncertainty and isolation for many of us. During that time, I also became unsure about the path that my career was taking, and if that's what I wanted to continue to do in the future. During this time, I realized that I was not okay, and I needed to figure out how to get the help I needed to get back to my normal self. As women, I think we are sometimes hesitant to ask for help when we are overwhelmed because we're worried about others will think of us. We don't want to appear weak or helpless or that we aren't superwomen with a cape. Asking for help is actually a sign of strength and maturity. Realizing that we can't do it all, that's okay. I recently heard a song on the radio by Alicia Keys that she put out several years ago called Superwoman. And in the chorus she says, Even when I'm a mess, I still put on a vest with an S on my chest. Why do we feel that we always have to be superwoman? Why can't we just be a mess sometimes and pick up that cape or vest later when we're feeling better? We have to learn to set boundaries to protect our emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. We often hear that saying that we can't pour from an empty cup. What good are we those to those who mean the most to, to us if we are constantly drained with nothing to give? We are not to live a life of fear, afraid of what is to come. God gives us power and the strength to live with a sound mind. He also gives us people and professionals to help us work on our mindset when it's not in the best place. As many of us know, therapy is a taboo topic in the black community. We're, we're labeled as crazy and something's wrong with us when we think that we need therapy. But that's not the truth. Yes, we have God to go to in prayer, and of course he wants us to come to him when we need help. You know, we're told all the time, pray your way through it when things get tough, talk to God about it. And that's all fine and great, but we also have to realize that God not only gives us the power of prayer, but he gives us people who can help us talk through our problems we have to learn to prioritize our mental health just like we choose to take care of our physical well-being a mental health professional can equip us with the necessary tools to help get our lives back on track in a more positive and productive way all right so while i'm standing here this morning in reverend buckley's face i'm going to use his method of breaking things down into three points to help get my message across today if That's okay with you all. And I promise, my mama told me I only had up to 20 minutes. I promise I will not keep you here all day, okay? So let's dive into three ways to improve our mental and spiritual health, shall we? Now when it comes to our mental health, here are the three points I'd like to share with you. I have to tell you something I've come to realize over the last few years. Y'all ready? No is a complete sentence. I'm gonna say it one more time. No is a complete sentence. We have to learn how to say this and actually mean it when we say it. And while we're saying it and while we're meaning it, we also have to learn how to not feel guilty when we say it. Saying no to things that you don't want to do and that don't serve you a meaningful purpose is completely necessary when it comes to protecting our mental and our spiritual well-being. It keeps us from being obligated to doing things that we don't want to do. When we don't say no, people get used to taking advantage of us and using us up. When we first learn how to say no and mean it, it's definitely going to upset some people, especially those who are so used to having unlimited access to us at all times. But when we start sticking to it and we start meaning it, others will come to understand and respect when we say no. This brings me to point number two about our mental health. Saying no allows us to set healthy boundaries with those around us. It keeps us from being people's doormats and helps us to take control over our lives and our choices. This is absolutely necessary when it comes to protecting our peace and making the best decisions for our mental well-being. Several years ago, I adopted the mantra of protect your peace, and to this day, I will admit, it's something that I sometimes struggle with, but I'm learning how to be better with it. I remember having an argumentative patient back when I used to work in Hazlehurst, and I promise you, I could tell you some stories about working in Hazelhurst, Mississippi. Um, but I had this patient who was just so upset, he would only come to see me when he had an emergency. So only when something was hurting, something was swollen, and usually the end result was we had to pull a tooth. So he came to see me for an emergency visit, gave him his medicines, told him, come see me in a week, we're gonna pull the tooth. Well, When he comes in, he's got a tooth on the opposite side that's hurting, and I said, oh, that one needs to come out too. Well, Instead of him wanting to just accept the fate of that unsalvageable tooth, he wanted to argue with me and do all he could to try to push my buttons and make me angry too. I could have done like Sister Ebs told me and pull out my act the fool car with (laughs) him. However, I made that conscious decision to simply pull off my gloves, get out of my chair, and tell him, sir, at this moment, I'm choosing to protect my peace. I have other patients to see. You have a good day. He was completely dumbfounded that I chose to walk away instead of engaging his foolishness and go back and forth with him. Setting boundaries not only helps us to protect our peace, but forces others to stay in their own lane and out of ours. For my final point about mental health, let me say this. As women, we are constantly on the go, taking care of everyone else, and have the tendency to forget about ourselves. We tend to put ourselves last on a list of priorities, and that has to stop. How can we be expected to take care of everyone else and give them our all when we don't even do that for ourselves? I believe that many of us feel guilty when we choose to take care of our own needs or that we feel like we're being selfish. Being selfish doesn't have to have a negative connotation. It's okay to focus on ourselves and work on becoming the best possible versions of ourselves. There's absolutely nothing wrong with making ourselves not only a priority but a top, priority on our long, never-ending to-do list. Prioritizing me time should be the norm, something that we do regularly, not just once or twice a year. We are constantly scheduling meetings, doctor's appointments and everything else on our calendar, so why can't we schedule a regular hair appointment or a spa day or a nail appointment too? It's okay to do nice things for ourselves on the regular and we shouldn't feel bad about doing so. Something I'll say that I, I kind of decided to do for myself many of you who know me in this church and I grew up in this church my hair used to be a lot longer than it is and I decided last year just I'm ready to cut it off but I also made the decision that when I cut that hair off I was going to take care of that hair I have standing two-week appointments non-negotiable where I go get my hair done and that's my me time we all deserve that ladies and gentlemen we all deserve to take care of ourselves that's very important so, when it comes to our spiritual health, I'm going to leave you with these three points before I go to my seat. Sorry. Do you all remember the country song that came out some years ago called Jesus Take the Wheel? Yeah, we remember that. <clears throat> I'm sure many of us have said that in relation to different situations and circumstances in our lives, but do we truly mean it? When we ask God to step in and handle the situation, do we trust without a shadow of a doubt that he will do just that? Or do we tend to meddle, put our hands on the wheel a little bit, too? Our scripture in Proverbs tells us that we are to not only trust him, but to allow him to direct our path. Nowhere in that passage does it tell us that he needs our help. It doesn't say that we will direct our path. It says who? He. Do you trust him enough to do exactly what he said he would do? Or do you think he needs your assistance sometimes? When we operate in fear, we tend to make rash decisions without taking into account how they will affect the overall bigger picture. We have to ask God to help us allow him to use his his supernatural powers to work in our lives. We have to learn to lean on God when life gets hard instead of trying to tackle everything on our own. He wants us to depend on him. He is our strength when we are weak. He is able to carry us when we feel like we can't go any further. We just have to know how and when to call on him when we need him. Yes, he's omnipotent. Yes, he is omniscient. But he still expects us to talk to him and reach out to him. Call his name. Ask him to help you when you aren't able to help yourself. This is why our spiritual health is so important. How can we expect to have a healthy spiritual relationship with God if we don't talk to him often? Sure, he knows everything. He hears everything. But he still likes to hear things directly from us rather than us just expecting him to get it. He knows my heart. He intricately made each and every one of us. He knows everything about us. We are his children and he will always help take care of us, but we still have to do our part in nurturing a genuine relationship with him. We are supposed to talk to him all the time, not just when things are wrong. He loves hearing from us and we are never bothering or burdening him when we talk to him. He is always waiting to hear from us. This brings me to point number two. When we choose to lean on God and depend on him to help us through whatever is going on in our lives, we also have to choose to trust the process. Life's journeys are rarely, never straight and narrow. They usually take some interesting twists and turns, and most times we aren't able to see how things will end. That's where our faith in God kicks in. As Christians, we know that God will never leave nor forsake us while he he goes through life with us, But do we truly believe that? Even when things aren't looking great, we have to have faith that he will see us through and to everything he has planned for us. Finally, we must believe that God has given us everything we need in order to operate in our God-given power. Knowing that the power and strength within me is nothing that I did on my own, but is something that is all God, gives me all the confidence I need to push forward during the tough times. It also allows me to rejoice in the good times, knowing that I have a God who always has my back, and He equips me with all that I need to make it through this crazy thing called life. If it weren't for Him, I definitely wouldn't be where I am in my life, standing before you here, standing before you today as this year's Women's Day speaker. I wouldn't be at this awesome place in my career where I'm not only an assistant professor teaching at a school that I said I would never return to after I graduated. And here I am, mentoring and teaching the future dentists of America, and also chair of a brand new department. That was not me, that was all God. My family wouldn't be so tremendously blessed without God. My husband wouldn't be the state trooper that he is today. My daddy wouldn't be cancer free today if it weren't for God and his power. It had nothing to do with me, and it was all him. I wouldn't have the two beautiful girls that I have today. I wouldn't have the magnificent parents that I have. I wouldn't have all the supportive family and friends that I have sitting in this audience with me today if it weren't for him. We have to remember it's all him, not us, not us. Every last one of us are so abundantly blessed because of him and all of the wonderful things he has instilled within us. Today and every day, choose to walk boldly and confidently in your God-given power. I say all of this to say to each of you, not just the ladies, take the time today to choose you. Prioritize you. Choose to make your mental and spiritual health a priority Not just today, not just tomorrow, but every day. Call that therapist. Set up that appointment. You're not crazy. You just need help. We can't do it all. And like I said before, God is there. He is omniscient, He is omnipotent. He knows all, He sees all, He hears all. But He also gives us people who can help. Whether it's in the form of a therapist that you need to sit on a couch and talk to, whether it's your primary care physician, I'll use myself as an example. All I used to do was go get my, my usual annual with my doctor, and I think it was around 2019, 2020, I said, you know what, I need a primary care physician. I need to do better. I'm a doctor myself, and I fuss in my patients all the time about their blood pressure and their, their sugar levels and things. Let me go talk to the doctor found one of my childhood friends who was a physician in the area, went to her, she ran blood work on me. Guess what? I was pre-diabetic. Diabetes doesn't have a look. So she told me, you know, we'll, we'll try to control it with your, nut- your nutrition. We'll, we'll do diet, we'll do exercise. I didn't do right. I came back the next year, that A1C was high again. At this point, I was actually diabetic. Again, diabetes has no look. When I tell people I'm a type two diabetic, I usually, you? Absolutely. Now, granted, genetics was not on my side. It's very heavy in both sides of my family. I was diabetic, I had gestational diabetes when I was pregnant with both of my girls, but still, I'm a type two diabetic. I take medication for it every single day. But in going and making that appointment, something that oh, I don't need it, I'm healthy, I'm fine to find out my numbers were out of whack whack was an eye-opener for me. And that's why I'm so passionate about talking to us. Us. Go to the doctor. The doctor is not the enemy. The doctor is not trying to push pills on you. Yes, if we could all do it by managing it with with diet and exercise, doctors wouldn't, we wouldn't need doctors, but God gave them to us too. This is, if, if you were looking for a sign, call tomorrow morning and make that appointment go see your doctor. Even if nothing is wrong or you think nothing is wrong, you could be walking around here with an A1C of 15 and not even know it. You could be walking around with stroke level blood pressures. I fuss at my students and my patients all the time when they come in and blood pressure readings are high. My says, Oh, that's not that big of a deal. I still wasn't going to do this feeling. No, ma'am. No, sir. If you are sitting here under me, that's my license on the line if your patient decides they want to drop dead of a stroke in here. We're going to get them to the doctor, we're gonna get this blood pressure under control, we're gonna get this sugar, as we call it, under control, and then you can come back and see me when we're doing better. It's important, you guys, take care of you. Your physical well-being affects your mental and your spiritual well-being. So again, If you haven't been to the doctor in the last year, you're supposed to go once a year at least. If you have not been to the doctor, please go. If you're not taking your medications, take them. I hear all the time, I don't like the way it makes me feel. That's a discussion you need to have with your doctor. Please don't take yourself off of medications. It's dangerous. Please. This was nowhere in my script for today, The Lord just told me to tell you all this. Take care of you. And while we're on the topic of taking care of ourselves, you know, I hear all the time, these new age women, they hiring nannies and they're hiring maids and things. If That's what it takes to take care of your mental well-being. Hire them. Stop letting people count your coins and tell you what you should and shouldn't spend your money on. If that is what helps to make you feel better, that helps to make your household run better, do what works for you. We have to stop worrying about what other people think because people are going to talk regardless. What they say, they talked about Jesus, right? Right? Do what works for you. I'm about to go to my seat because I think I'm in my 20 minutes and I see my mama looking at me but please know it was an honor and a pleasure to stand before all of you today to speak to you. I hope that something that I said spoke to you and spoke to your heart. Thank you all for having me. Have a wonderful day.
1: Thank you. Dr. Wade, but like we'd like to call her Kim. Thank you for those encouraging words. We will now have um, Sister Lucille Green with come with invitation of Christian discipleship.
5: in Natchez Mississippi that I had an awesome job because when you've been in a church as long as I have been here and you see your babies right. grow up it feels your heart this young woman was a baby I've been here 48 years so you can count right so to sit here and see what God is doing in K-Chapel, it fills my heart with oh, joy. You heard, and, and the message that spoke to me, I don't know about the rest of it. You heard the message, you heard it. This morning, I was reminded of this old song, and it was by Joe Mays, and he said, I know a man from Galilee, and if you're in sin, he will set you free. And he went on to say, oh, he's the son of David, the seed of Abraham, a stone hewed out of the mountain, a meek and humble lamb, and then he said, do you know him? Do you know him? Yeah. So right now, do you know him? Do you know him? I'm not talking about know of him. Do you know him? So if you don't know.
1: wonderful morning. Would you all say so? We will now have remarks by Sister Mary Coleman and remarks by Sister Terry Gray, followed by closing remarks and the benediction from our senior pastor, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley.
4: of the General Missionary Baptist State Convention of Mississippi, I just want to say thank you for your support and your prayers. And on this journey called life, do all the good you can, in all the ways you can, to all the souls you can, in every place you can, at all the times you can, and with all the zeal you can because only what you do for Christ will last. Good afternoon, Kate.
15: Good afternoon. How many of you are blessed and highly favored? I'll be singing it all week. <laughs> thank you all so much for joining us today. I'd like to thank Sister Frances Moody and the Missions Executive Committee for coordinating this week's events. Will you stand, ladies? All of you? Stand? The Executive Committee for the Mission. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to our program guide, Sister Jones, and all of our participants today for making this program a success. Our weekend started yesterday with our Women's Day brunch where we had a great fellowship with good food and good music. Also, I would like to say that we were given a free therapy session by Cade's own Dr. Bianca Bully thompson a nurse practitioner, and Dr. Brittany Jones, licensed professional counselor. We all left with strategies that included a relaxation exercise and instructions to practice self care and how not to feel guilty when you say no. <laughs> the Girl Power Group then assisted us with our outreach project in preparing packages of arts and crafts for the McLean Fletcher Center, a nonprofit that offers a grief support program for children and teens age four through 18, after the loss of a loved one or special person in their lives. This is also a nonprofit that our speaker supports. Before I get to our speaker for today, since March is Women's History Month, I would just like to recognize a few women here at Cade. As always, we want to recognize our first ladies, Dr. Lucretia Buckley, Mrs. Myra Buckley, for our pastors, for supporting, their, for supporting and being there for our pastors, Reverend Reginald Buckley and Dr. Horace Buckley. Thank you. In the late 1800s, a man named Cade, right. who this great church, Cade, Chapter, Cade Chapel, is named for, donated land to build a much needed community school so that children could receive a formal education. Continuing his legacy in providing children with a formal education is Dr. Laura Lee Davenport Lawson, one of our virtual members and a descendant of Mr. Cade. Sister Lawson is a retired educator. She is a former professor at Alabama State University where she retired. She then went on to teach in Nashville where she later retired again from the state of Tennessee. Sister Lawson currently resides in Dadeville, Alabama, one of our virtual members. Now, Dr. Lawson has a sister who also participated in providing children with a formal education. She's in the audience with us today. Mrs. Mae Davenport-Jones. Yes. Sister Jones taught French and U.S. history. She left her imprint on the children of Lanier, Sumner Hill, Calloway, and Provine High School, where she retired. Lastly, I'd like to recognize Representative Alice G. Clark, who is who in 1985 became the first black woman in the Mississippi legislature, serving her constituents for 37 years. Representative Clark says, think of me as somebody who tried to help somebody along the way. This has been your women's history moment. Let's give all our women in history a hand. And now to Dr. Wade, our speaker for today. Reverend, Reverend Buckley, will you join me, please? Dr. Wade is a, a young woman, but in her quiet voice has provided us with strong words That's right. to prioritize our mental health and spiritual health. Stay in your own lane and out of ours. Lean on God, trust him. We would like to present you with this plaque. It says Kate Chapel, Christian women, stop running and prioritize your mental and spiritual health. Proverbs, third chapter, fifth through sixth verse and second Timothy, first chapter, seventh verse. Dr. Kimberly Wade, Speaker. Women's Day, March 19, 2023. Reverend Reginald Buckley, Senior Pastor.
8: let the church say amen Amen. let's say amen again amen Amen. let's see I'm looking for that act of fool card y'all was talking (laughs) about trying to see you got amen let's see somebody for one of them amen (laughs) listen what a wonderful day this has been. Amen. 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 The women, you all have done a tremendous, tremendous job. This Can we bless God for this choir? Amen. The voices were just tremendous, and we thank God for... All the hard work that things like that don't just happen. I know that took a lot of work. And so thank God for you all who labored to make sure that, that this happened. Women's Day will forever uh, go down in history uh, in, in, in K Chapel. Uh, it was three years ago, Women's Day, that the pandemic closed church doors across the nation. Uh, but look at us now. Amen. Amen. Look at us now. Thank God that we are able to gather here together one more time. Thank God that God is continuing to grow our church, even in spite of all that is going on. God, God has been faithful to us and we should be faithful to God. Amen. 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 Thank God for this day. I thank God for my wife. Amen. Come on, let's show some love for the first lady. Amen. Don't you look at me like that, girl. Don't you look at me like that. <laughs> Take you out to dinner. You better watch it. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for her and all that she does to make sure I, I can do what I do and need to do. Amen. Amen. To so Dr. Wade, you did a tremendous job. And we thank God for not only what you said, but for what you gave the heart that you gave it and the transparency that you allowed the lord to open up we appreciate that and and we were challenged by it not just the women but the men too when you started talking about those numbers and and going and getting checked and i reflected i i i just had my first colonoscopy a couple of weeks ago yeah i'm 50 don't y'all look at me i'm 50 now yeah i'm 50. amen they well they 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 were doing that, yeah, but they were doing some things. Well, let me not get too transparent, but 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 the point of the matter is, I got it done, amen. I got it done, and 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 the doctors say, Pastor, you look all right, amen. With that, now I got some other stuff we got to get right, but amen. But but I, I I do think, and I only share that because. Um, there are a lot of things that men sometimes overlook and push off and wait until it's too late so let's make sure that we don't you know women are already gonna outlive us according to the statistics but but i'm, I'm gonna run a close second i, I promise i'm i'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm stay as long as i can amen 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 so let's do all that we can to run this race together amen 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 god bless you god bless so good to see all each of you my father's children god is great and he is greatly to be praised thank you so much also for praying for us last week for a wonderful state convention we thank you for your prayers uh it was a wonderful session we thank god that he's doing awesome things in and amongst us if all hearts and minds president god bless you thank you for your leadership of our mission amen let's thank god for our president amen you're doing a fantastic job we thank you for all that you are doing god bless you If all hearts and minds oh let me let me say we we needed to move uh the, the gentleman uh mr cooper um who who is selling the tickets for the play uh we want we needed to move him to the back we didn't want that area to get congested so he is in the fellowship hall if you need tickets go to the fellowship hall there's more room there amen i see somebody waving what what is it huh well, see i got a text saying he was being moved so all right all right i'm gonna let i'm gonna let I'm gonna, all right here, here's let's do this let's do apparently there was concern about congestion in the in the vestibule so if you will ushers help him to quickly get moved to the fellowship hall amen amen god bless you thank you so much Thank you so much. I appreciate that. We appreciate that. We want everybody to get out safely and not get congested in that area. Uh, but let's make sure we get plenty of foot traffic going back to the fellowship hall. Amen? Amen. 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 I believe they was trying out for that play up here, wasn't it? Amen. I heard. I heard. Amen. God bless you. Amen. I look back there. I said, you're going to need another VIP ticket, sir. Amen. 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 All hearts and minds are clear. God bless you. We're standing for the benediction. Church, say amen. Can we lift it up one more time, everybody? Let's just make a big choir. Let the church. Let the church say amen. Y'all sound real good back there. Let the church. Let the church everybody, amen. God has spoken. spoken. Let the church now may the grace of god in the sweet communion of his holy spirit rest rule and abide with each of you now henceforth and forevermore in the name of the father and of the son of the holy spirit amen and amen god bless you go in peace
12: If you have a car tag HNE8131, you're blocking someone and they need to get out. Tag HNE8131 for Taurus, thank you.